Hello everyone. Happy Thursday night. My name is Allison Dijak and welcome to On the Scene, your weekly source for KW music, arts, film, and event listings here on midtownradio.ca. We want to begin our program by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral people. And we recognize the enduring presence of First Nations, Métis, and Inuit people still gathering, living, and working in this area as we use this contemporary stolen territory for sharing arts and culture with our community. Now this show will be live every Thursday night from 7 to 8 p.m. And every week we are heading out on the town to a venue that is part of our local arts and culture scene. Tonight we are at Sugar Run in downtown Kitchener. We kicked off season two here and tonight is actually our last episode of season two. So we thought it'd be a great way to bookend the season. Sugar Run is home to amazing, amazing cocktails, lots of live entertainment. They have a comedy series called Sweet Jokes with Olivia Stadler on Wednesday nights. They have maybe monthly or every other month top shelf burlesque shows. They also have DJ nights on Thursdays. DJ Diggler here is on Sunday nights as well. So definitely a fun, fun place to be. The entrance is a little hard to find, but I promise if you do a little bit of Googling maybe or you can send us a message, we'll give you some inside info. It's a great place to spend the night. So like I said, tonight is our season two finale and it's our recap episode. So I am joined as always by my co-producer, Derek Rydell. How are you doing, Derek? I am good, Allison. How are you? Good, good. Yeah, happy to be here. And uh, we're going to be looking back on season two. Season two. We've had 12 episodes, 12 different weeks, different venues all around uh, Uptown Waterloo and downtown Kitchener. And it's been a really fun season. It has been a good season. And uh, I think we've taken it to the next level. We've kind of, you know, brought new elements to the show Mm -hmm. and and, and found some new places and gone back to some old favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So we're going to be choosing, Derek and I chose some of our favorite interviews and clips from the past 12 weeks, and uh, we're going to be playing a few of them for you, playing some music, talking about some events, as always. It should be a fun episode. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So to give uh, listeners a little sneak preview, we'll be hearing from a local musician, a legendary rock group, and the trivia queen of KW. (laughs) So people can look on our Instagram and think back to who those might be. Um, And we'll also talk about some upcoming events happening in town this weekend as always. But let's kick things off with some local music. We've played a ton of different uh, local Waterloo Region artists on our show this season. And uh, this one's going to be playing a show in town this weekend. This is Lucas Stagg with his song Local Favorite. Favorite 
just heard local favorite by local singer Lucas Stagg here on Midtown Radio. If you liked what you heard, Lucas Stagg is going to be performing at the Duke of Wellington in Uptown Waterloo on Saturday night. He'll be starting the night off at 8 p.m. I really like that song. There was like I was deciding if I should put it in because there's a lot of swearing in it. But <laughs> honestly, I just, I just, it has such a good vibe. Ooh, Local favorite. Tune. I feel like it had like a good tie-in. <laughs> if you're just uh, tuning in, welcome to On the Scene on Midtown Radio. My name is Allison Dijak, and I'm joined by Derek Rydell tonight. Hello. We have an awesome show in store for you. We're broadcasting live on location here at Sugar Run Bar in downtown. Town Kitchener. You might be able to hear cocktails being made in the background. Things are just starting off for the night here at Sugar Run. Tonight is the last episode of season two for On the Scene. We've had 12 weeks of interviews, tons of different guests, and tonight Derek and I are looking back at our favorite clips from the season. So Derek, what do you think? You kind of said before the song, like, you know, we kind of leveled up a little bit mm-hmm. on this season. We got you on the mic, which yeah, is nice. Yeah, I'm doing a lot more talking. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing or I a bad it. thing. but <laughs> I love it because I feel like in the first season, I would like try to make a joke or something or say something, but there's no one to react to right. it, right? So I would just <laughs> say something. I'm like, okay, I'll continue talking, I guess. Or maybe people would laugh that are around us, but the listeners could not hear that. They just heard me saying something and then pausing. So (laughs) it's been really good to have somebody to actually talk to um, before and after the guest segment. So that's been good. (laughs) But what what has kind of stood out to you about something different from season two so far? So it kind of ties in with what you were saying about the last song. Okay. So I noticed this season... A lot of our guests love to swear. Okay, and because, yeah. <laughs> because we're an internet radio yeah. station, we don't have to follow the same rules. So, like, <laughs> people would swear and be like, "Oh, is that okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it's fine. It, it's all good." <laughs> it never happened in the first season, True. and the second season, I was like, almost not every interview, but a lot of the interviews, I'm like, "Boy, people like to swear." Yeah. I mean, with the Saigon hookers, it just came down to what's your favorite swear word at one point (laughs) (laughs) so but yeah I I real that really stood out to me I was like okay people want to swear on the radio (laughs) I remember that happened when we interviewed Basque and I think it was their first that was the first interview ever and so they were like a little bit nervous they were so great to talk to really really nice people absolutely and I I remember um yeah they they did that they like said something they're like Oh no, but it's live radio also. So, but yeah, no, it is the joy of online radio. We can, you know, it's after 7 p.m. We can absolutely have a few curse words. We we don't play by the same rules. (laughs) 
But yeah, I, I really loved this season. It was fun to like chat with just a great variety of yeah. guests yeah. too. You know, we had musicians, we had poets, comedians, uh, a trivia host, a local record label, film reviews. We mm-hmm. had our first film review. Um, like a brewery owner, uh, actual visual artist as well at Gockle when you were away. And it's just, it's been, it's been a really great mix. Like so representative of the KW art scene. And I just love that we're able to find so many people that are doing so many cool things. Like we could... We could go on for like a thousand mm-hmm. episodes and never run out of guests. And the <laughs> amount of people that were starting to contact us, mm-hmm. whereas bef- like last season, it was kind of like we had yeah. to reach out to people. Hey, do you want to come on? This yeah. time it was like, oh, no, obviously we're gaining some traction here. Yeah. People are noticing and people are like, hey, we, we, we're doing this. Can we come on the show? And mm-hmm. it's like, absolutely. Make exactly. my job easier. Exactly. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Book yourselves, please. <laughs> It's funny that you were saying something you noticed uh, that a lot of the guests were doing. Something that that got me thinking of like some of the themes we kind of heard in our interviews this season. I feel like so many of the definitely like the musicians and artists, but also like kind of, you know, some of the business owners like we chatted with Rob from Shortfinger. Um, They were just talking so much about collaboration. Like I find that really came out a lot you know Mm -hmm. musicians were just talking about how important it was to have the sense of collaboration with other musicians in towns or venues in town and just you know try to start like breaking down Mm -hmm. this feeling of like competition right like oh they're they're better than me or they oh they got this show and I didn't get this show or something I just found like probably at least half of our guests were talking about how that was so important as I was kind of listening back to some of the episodes and figuring out like what clips we were going to listen to tonight. Um, so many of them were just talking about that when Braden was talking about the local comedy scene, mm-hmm. uh, back in March, like he was talking about how it'd be so great for all these comedy or I don't even want to say comedy venues, venues that are hosting comedy. Cause that's kind of what happens in KW, you know, just finding different ways to collab with each other and bring comedians together in interesting ways. I mean, so. that's really how you get a scene going. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Know? Like, uh, and it's, it's, it's great. Like you look at uh, like pink lemonade records, mm-hmm. they put on these shows and they're just anyone who wants, you want to play the show with us, come on yeah. in. And it doesn't necessarily need to be all like, punk music yeah they're like we'll take versatility mm-hmm. you know and yeah it's 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 kind of really cool and you mm-hmm. you really get a sense of like trying to build a scene but mm-hmm. really a community oriented you know exactly yeah. yeah and that's kind of a funny thing about doing this show when we're talking about the events every weekend like there's so many things going on and I sometimes when we're you know, we're, we're, ta- we're chatting them up. It's like, oh, there's three different things all happening on Friday night. And sometimes I get worried, like, oh, it feels like, you know, we're kind of telling people to go to this one or go to this mm-hmm. thing. But I just think it just makes people so excited that there are so many things and not in a competitive way, like, oh, you could go to this concert or this concert. It's like, isn't it great that yeah. there's like 10 options for live music on the weekend? Or, you know, isn't it great that there's like three plays happening in town on the same weekend? Like, it's it's just really cool to see 
how many things are going on. And I love that the local artists are so keen to like celebrate each other and be excited for each other. Like even if they end up booking shows on the same night or something, it's still exciting. Or they yeah. might say like, Hey, come see our show and then catch the tail end of these other guys show yeah. like yep. in, in uptown Waterloo or something. So I just love that that theme was coming out so much. And I think it's a really, it's just really inspiring to hear that all of like these local creatives are just wanting that collaboration and wanting that like, good community feel in kw season two cursing and collaboration yeah (laughs) that's uh, that seems to be the theme those are good themes (laughs) well uh as we said tonight we're going to be looking back at some of our favorite uh favorite interviews derek this was one of your top picks uh of one of the interviews that we did uh back in march we interviewed frankie flowers we were at the grand trunk saloon in downtown kitchener Mm -hmm. for my very first time there ever and first time for on the scene and i think you were the one that said we should interview frankie flowers actually yeah Yeah. Uh, frankie uh worked at the bond for a quick hiccup Mm -hmm. so i know her from there uh and i remember she was working there and then she was like you know what I'm quitting my job and I'm putting all my energy into, uh, into my music. Mm -hmm. And, uh, there's something really like, I've never been a person to be able to really (laughs) throw caution to the wind and say, screw it. I'm, I'm, I'm putting all the chips in and on this, Mm -hmm. but I, I I always really respect people that are just like, this is what I want to do and I'm just going to do it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she is, and she really seems to be taken off. She's getting a lot of exposure. And I think, I think we're going to hear, be hearing a lot of her for, for years mm-hmm. to come. I think she's going to be pretty big. I, I, that yeah. would be my guess. You know? I think so. And I hope all the best for her because, you know, we had some great talks about music. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was really a, what a great person to interview. It was a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. we're going to listen back to a part of our interview together. We sort of talked about uh, her music releases, some upcoming shows she had back in March, and plans for the summer. So here it is, our interview with Frankie Flowers from March 30th. So your first single you released in 2020, um, was that kind of, you know, the pandemic times? Did you decide to write that song pre-pandemic or were you rec- did you record it pre-pandemic or was it sort of right in the middle of lockdown that yeah, that, that happened it was written during lockdown okay so wow. i kind of just went into my garage one day and i started to sing about what i was experiencing with certain people mm-hmm. <laughs> and i posted a stripped down version of it on my instagram just for fun and i'd never posted myself singing before cool. i was like Ugh, i kind of want to just see if anybody's into this Mm -hmm. because you know you don't know anything about yourself so I was like I want to like put it out there yeah and people said it was good so I was like okay maybe I should try to turn this into an actual song so I went into the studio found a studio that would work for me and Mm. we actually released it which was kind of cool yeah yeah I want to ask a bit about like how you do your recording process you have a lot of really cool synth electronic stuff going on but then also kind of a blend of like these heavy drums and like electric guitar parts do you work with a band or a producer or do you kind of create these arrangements yourself how does how do those arrangements come about so i come with all the ideas to my producer kelvin and he's just an absolute wizard like he can bring any idea to life and i love it he's i was working with a previous producer 
And like since I met Kelvin, it just clicks, and he just gets exactly what I'm going for. That's awesome. So he knows people. He's brought in a session drummer, guitarist, and then he lets me kind of like work and play with the synths. Cool. So we all just kind of go crazy in the studio. That's a big part of finding someone like that. For for a lot of musicians, you find your producer and your engineers and they like to work with them and and it's a really collaborative when you can find that right person exactly and And someone that you trust right you trust them to turn the song into what you want it to be that's exactly it i feel like if somebody understands your overall vision it's just so valuable because you can't really just people either get it or they won't really know what you want you know and he just got it intuitively and instinctively it was really cool that is cool. That's wonderful. Yeah, I, I really love the arrangements that you have in your songs. They kind of, some of them have different vibes than others, but I feel like there's like a great cohesion of, what did it say in the bio? It said 80s dark wave and post-punk. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about those influences. I know you said when you were working at Jane Bond, you were getting influenced by like sort of that rock and alternative music. Um but when you're making your music, what is something, like, what do you kind of want it to sound like? Do you have any artists that you're like, oh, I'd love it to sound like this artist or this style of music? That's the thing. I was, like, driving myself crazy. Like, <laughs> I want this instrumentation to sound like a Cure song. Or, okay. Like, Joy Division. People like that. And then I thought whenever I emulated them too hard, it was starting to feel a little... You don't want to feel like you're trying, right? Mm-hmm. It should just come effortlessly. So what I try to do now, instead of genrefying myself and being like, yeah. I'm going to sound like this, I just start to create with those influences in mind and try to see where it ends up. Because I listen to every genre, pretty much, nice. minus country. But <laughs> no hate on the country. Fair enough. But it's not um, for everyone. <laughs> But I listen to everything, and so I try to kind of blend it all in, in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And nice. Yeah, I love that, honestly. It's it's so hard to come up with, like, what's your genre? And it's like, uh, I don't know, like 10 different words that I could give you or something. So it's nice to just say various genres, various influences, right? Well, it's a trippy <laughs> question to kind of, you could sit on it forever, or even as an artist, you could... I think once you genreify yourself, you're always going to be thinking, I have to stay in this box. Whereas if you just kind of say, like, fuck a genre. Yeah, like, I'm inspired really, yeah, by like, this. Then yeah. the most authentic stuff is going to come out because you're just making what you want to make. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Um, so talking about sort of music you're making, new releases, you released two new songs so far this year, uh, Serotonin and Bad Dream. Uh, they're both wonderful. I love Thank listening you. to them. Very cool tracks. Pretty different when it comes to sound. I would say Serotonin is like it's an almost five minute long song, kind of dreamy, chill sleepy but not in a bad way I promise but I feel like I could just like drift off to a very peaceful sleep when I'm listening to it and then bad dream it's like snappy under under three minutes upbeat kind of this rock vibe Um, what were you feeling when you were creating those songs so it's fun because serotonin in my mind was kind of an outlier song for me Mm -hmm. so I played at the end of all my sets and I kind of tell the crowd, like, grab somebody you love nice. <laughs> and get close to them. It's kind of a moment within all of the hecticness of the set 
that I want people to kind of like wind down and just close it out in a very kind of relaxed nice nice I could definitely vibe. see that yeah so yeah I just for some reason I like to have people feel extreme so I want them to feel this extreme kind of chillness after all of this kind of crazy energy yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah you gotta you gotta take people along on a journey kind of right that's yeah. what building a set is the unpredictability is, is kind of what I like just to kind of throw a little curveball or something mm. like that exactly yeah they're they're great songs I love listening to them uh and just yeah it's nice to be able to like pull different emotions um from your music catalog yeah because Bad Dream is total opposite of serotonin really it's like upbeat high energy banger dark (laughs) kind of experimental sounding Mm -hmm. that is more around the realm of what I want to create okay and then serotonin is just meant to be kind of like an outlier (laughs) within the midst of it all Nice. Oh, I love them. Um, So you have had some exciting shows that happened last year. Um, Got to play your first festival, North by Northeast in Toronto. And I see that you're also booked again for North by Northeast again. That's wonderful. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm stoked about it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what you remember from that North by Northeast performance. It was sweet because I remember attending that when I was way younger, like when I was a teenager. Yeah. And so I just remember thinking, how am I doing this right now? I don't know. It was a pretty surreal feeling for me. Totally. I just remember feeling kind of like in awe that I was there. Imposter syndrome kind of vibes. (laughs) But it was sweet. Like I felt so invigorated as soon as I got out there. Nice. It's yeah. amazing. Uh, and next week, you have another show coming up. We just played a song by A Short Walk a short walk from Pluto? A Short Walk to Pluto? Short Walk to, to Pluto. Pluto. Okay, there we go. I'm sorry. Apologies. No, um, we just played a song for them. You're going to be sharing the stage with them and two other bands. I'm going to be there too with my band, but I never plug my band on this show. No, I'm um, excited to see you there. <laughs> this will be sweet. So... Uh, it's part of the Canadian Music Week Discovery Series. So they decided to take bands that are part of the Canadian Music Week in the summer and kind of give them like a highlight and be like, people need to keep an eye out for these groups. So you're going to yeah. be part of this showcase. I know. Pretty crazy. That's really exciting. It is yeah. exciting. Super unexpected, too. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have a couple more months until these summer showcases. And they hit me with the... <laughs> This one? Yeah. But yeah. It's when was the last time you played in Toronto? Was it for that North by Northeast December, show? December. I okay. was playing a show. Nice. At the Baby G. Oh, wait, no, the Rivoli. Okay. Yeah. Man, that's a great venue. Oh yeah, it was gosh. sweet. Oh, I loved it. It wow. was like a interesting kind of. I was up there and then there was a burlesque dancer. Okay. And then a DJ was playing kind of yeah. surf rock tunes all night. It yeah. was sweet. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. It, <laughs> big cluster of things totally but it was a night <laughs> yeah well that'll be exciting super nice to get back on the stage yeah uh, it's been a Toronto. while yeah is this the first show of 2023 for you definitely okay. yeah i'm feeling a little rusty but cool getting those practices in That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> if any of our listeners are from toronto or maybe want to make the trip out for the night uh where can they grab tickets for the show next week they are in my bio actually awesome. at Perfect. frankie flowers music So you can get them there. If not, I do believe they'd be on the Canadian Music Week website. Okay. I think so. Awesome. Yeah, they should I also don't know, but... (laughs) (laughs) You should know, but... Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. 
Um, are uh, are there any other shows or new music releases on their way that listeners can get excited about? Anything yeah. that you're allowed to share with us? <laughs> yeah, I'm super stoked about this song that I just sent it off to be mastered right before this. It's called okay. I Just Want to Disappear. Kind of just existential vibes because mm-hmm. that's how I be feeling <laughs> these days. So yeah. I'm super excited about this. I'm going to try to kind of make it a summer sort of big summer banger song (laughs) you know that's wonderful awesome well people should be following frankie flowers at frankie flowers right at frankie flowers music at frankie flowers music follow for that new music release (laughs) and any upcoming shows summer festivals north by northeast so much exciting stuff going on yeah it's good start to the year i also saw on your instagram that they played one of your songs on hockey night in canada oh my gosh yes i i totally how did that come about this was actually crazy so i got the email Mm -hmm. and i thought it was fake i definitely (laughs) did not think it was real it must be spam well for real because I don't watch sports, but I know Sports Network. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, Sports yeah. Network. Yeah. So it was from Sports Network asking if they could play my song. They were like, dope track. Um, we love it. Do you That's mind if we wild. spin it wow. on Hockey Night in Canada? And I couldn't believe it. I freaked out. Like, I almost cried. Very <laughs> cool. kind of cool. And then they just played it. I don't even know. In the middle like, of the song. Yeah. Was it in the middle of the game, sorry? Was it yeah. In yeah. They played it kind of before commercial break. Yeah. 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 I'm going to say, I don't, someone can correct me on this. You might be one of the only like Kitchener Waterloo artists to have a song played on Hockey Night in Canada. Like, I don't know any others. I'd say others. that's a safe bet. That's probably a thing. I don't know. Get I a little no plaque idea. or something. <laughs> First KW artist played on Hockey, on Night, Hockey in Night in Canada. I think so. Yeah. I know. I feel like I should become a hockey fan now just because <laughs> of it being played. Like, it's part of it. <laughs> Maybe. I love it. Well, congratulations on everything that's been happening Thank this you. year. Very exciting to follow along on uh, on your journey with releasing music. And it's lovely to chat with yeah, you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This has been lovely. Awesome. We are going to play one of your songs now. We're actually going to play Serotonin, uh, your first release from 2023. People get prepared to be in that dream-like, cozy state. What did you say? You tell people to find someone that they love or find someone that they came <laughs> find with? Find someone you love and just vibe out. Awesome. It's supposed to be a trippy song. You just, you know, lose your mind too. So. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you hear, heard it here on Midtown Radio from Frankie Flowers. Trip out, lose your mind with someone that you love. This is Serotonin from Frankie Flowers.
That was our conversation with local musician Frankie Flowers from back in March when we were at the Grand Trunk Saloon. Well, we are going to hear another tune now uh, from another awesome local group. We've actually been playing this song sort of as like a pre-show song, I guess. We already went into it. We just did it. I just played. I played it after the Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) We've had a bit of a communication Derek, breakdown. I thought, oh my goodness. <laughs> nope, that was m- probably my fault. No, I That's went from okay. the interview into the song. That's why you were all focused on the <laughs> <Yes>. computer. <laughs> you just heard. Yes. You just heard. <laughs> See, you know what? We did so well for all the 12 weeks. We had a drink yeah. and now yeah. we're just letting loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're flying by the seat of our pants. Who knows what's oh going to happen? Goodness. Stay tuned. Usually, usually I hold off on getting a drink during the show because I know I'll make a mistake. And then tonight I thought, I'm not interviewing anyone. No, that <laughs> I'll have a drink. <laughs> It'll was, be fine. That was probably and it's my all mistake. I, I, no, not at all. So <laughs> you just heard uh, a song called In the City by The Essential Letdowns. Yes. They're an awesome local uh, rock group. And... Um, yeah, we've been playing this song as kind of like a pre-show song. Uh, Derek always loves to pop it in before we yeah. go live or right before the show starts at 7. Kind of fun in the city thinking about what's going on in town. And Derek, you get to see the Essential Letdowns live do. this weekend. Yeah, where are they playing? Uh, they're going to be playing at the Hub, uh, opening for the Forgotten Rebels, nice. which are uh, classic Canadian punk band from mm-hmm. Hamilton, uh, late 70s, early 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know uh, Joey from the Letdowns is probably super stoked uh, <laughs> to be opening uh, for them. So it's it's going to be a good show. And as far as uh, local acts to see, the Essential Letdowns is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Joey, what a sweetheart and kind of shy <laughs> when you meet him until he takes that stage and then he is just just a force <laughs> it's Love like it. who is this guy and where did he come from but mm-hmm. yeah quite the showman on stage and uh the rest of the band just rips too i mean it's a, nice. a great old school punk rock yeah nice. i always appreciate that the hub has like local openers too mm-hmm. for all mm-hmm. these bands that are touring or touring around they almost always get like local openers yeah. and like what a good opportunity right for them to be able to play with like rock Canadian rock, rock legends. legends. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So fun. Well, will the chandelier be intact <laughs> when you go there this weekend? I don't, well, I'll, we I'll don't report know. back. <laughs> 
Sounds good. Well, there's lots going on in town this weekend, as always. Um, a few things that I'm excited for. Well, I don't know if I will attend, but honestly, it caught my attention. Um, Ace Ping Pong Lounge in town uh, is hosting some music this weekend. And I didn't actually realize they were much of like a music venue. So I feel like when they when they do host music, it's kind of mm-hmm. cool that they're like, yeah. branching out play some ping pong and catch some music um so they have like a electronic kind of dj night yeah. going on um there's a, a dj called Port that's going to be there with support from ostrom b2b dells alprim and lasagna spelled <laughs> with a z love that um they're going to be there saturday night uh, in uptown waterloo Doors are at 10 p.m. So if you're looking for some electronic house, house music, techno, yeah. fun place to be, play some ping pong and listen to DJs. And that's that's something that actually now that I think about it that I've really mm-hmm. noticed from this season is uh, the electronic music scene yeah. in, in KW is really starting to boom. Uh, totally. There's there's a bunch of Instagram accounts. I believe it's KW Electronics. Yeah. They really push stuff. Uh, yeah, house techno. Um, it's it's, cool. it's starting to get really big, and like mm. that 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 DJ culture is is really starting to thrive in KW yeah. and Katana Studios, obviously, yeah. where we were last week. They've hosted a bunch of house and techno. Yeah. And Yeti raves. Bar is well, like Yeti does it a lot. Yeah, like DJ nights. I know they yeah. have a like a space bar night. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's 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 yeah. we've got a really cool punky rocky scene going. We got a cool electronic scene mm-hmm. going. I mean, we got a lot of cool stuff going on yeah. in the city. I love it. I love it. Um, also, I feel like this season there's been a lot of film stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've talked about at least two or three different film festivals. And there's another one happening this weekend um, at the Princess. So Grand River Film Festival. I think actually, sorry, it's on right now. It started on Tuesday. Um, And there are nine feature films and 39 shorts uh, screening up until Saturday. So there's still like two more days to catch some of the films if you want to check some out. Um, it's the first time that they've been able to do in person in a while. So that's really nice. Um, and uh, there's a Friday night ticket combo and also a Saturday night ticket combo. So head to princesscinemas.com if you want to get some more information and uh, check out the Grand River Film Festival. Well, we are going to listen back to another one of our favorite interviews from this past season. Um, This season, we also got to hear some new voices on the mic uh, from a new guest host. Um, Sarah Guidlinger was a guest last season. And when she came on the show, she said, like, I would love to host this show at some point as well. Um, So we reached out to her and we were able to get her to join us for one episode this season. You might know Sarah Guidlinger as the host of Bond Park Podcast, a local podcast that's been going on for probably like three years now. Um, But she got to sit down with the Saigon Hookers, who are... They were just, I wasn't there, but I listened live that night. I was homesick. They just sounded like so much fun. Like, what was the environment like that night, Derek? You were at at Jane Bond. Bond. Yeah, Yeah. so it was a cool vibe to begin with. Uh, I know a couple of them, like, not real well, but, like, in passing, Mm. we're acquaintances. Uh, It was really great to sit down with the whole band. 
I mean, these guys are kind of KW legends as far as rockers go. I mean, kind of take Guns N' Roses, the Rolling Stones with a dash of Sex Pistols, and that's kind of what they sound like. Mixing some Jägermeister. And that's yeah, them. and they're they're known for 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 being the the party kind of band. I mean, they were sponsored by Jägermeister, yeah. and they did talk about some of their their wild wild times but yeah. uh yeah it was it was a really cool interview i know sarah was kind of like i don't know what i'm doing she just kind of <laughs> showed up and sat down but she did a great job totally uh, it was a little bit a little bit chaotic a little bit disorganized but i think it was a great interview i think so she did a good, good job and uh yeah yeah it was just it was just fun to hear the guys talk about these stories and again mm-hmm. there was swearing and burrito <laughs> eating during the inter- it was a real rock and roll type interview and i think that's what she was really looking for to do i love so, it yeah. yeah well this was definitely a standout uh from the season so we thought that we'd play another little clip from it we're gonna hear the first half um of the band's interview with sarah guidlinger back on april 6th recorded at jane vaughn in uptown waterloo So welcome back to On The Scene. I'm Sarah Geidlinger. One of our favorite things to do here at On The Scene is to bring in special guests to chat about what they're up to and how they're making the local arts and culture scene a better place. So just to take the heat off myself, I'm going to get these lovely gentlemen of Saigon Hookers to introduce themselves and go. My name's Ron. Please take your time. (laughs) AKA Street Knife and I am a Saigon Hooker. (laughs) I'm also hung, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) Uh, My name's Lee. I'm a Saigon Hooker and I play bass in the band. My name is Paul. I'm not, actually not a Saigon hooker, but for somebody who doesn't play in the band, I sure play in the band a lot. Um, I play in Hung, actually, who's playing both nights as well. I am Thomas, a.k.a. Tommy Smokes, and uh, I'm a Saigon hooker. And I am not local because I don't live here anymore. I now live in Oslo. Get out. And, I, and I'm just here for, for this. That's that. And I'm Tommy Guns, the drummer, and I'm a Taurus. <laughs> Me too. When's your birthday? May 13th. Ooh, mine's the third. (laughs) (laughs) Presents are expected. Okay, so your band started in 2005. You guys play rock and roll, and like I was telling you before we started, you can play the heck out of a cover song. Love some of your covers. Um, I think I saw you all 2012, maybe, at Starlight for a CD release. That's a compact disc for anyone younger than us listening. That's a little plastic thing you would put in a tray (laughs) and (laughs) press play, and a little laser would play the music sounds in your ears. We give give them away by the box with every (laughs) t-shirt. That's That's amazing. (laughs) These are coasters. Children use them. Then they'll wonder what a coaster is, probably. Use them to decorate for Christmas. Just hang them up. Yeah, so I think, I mean, that's like 11 years ago now. And now you're playing two sold-out shows at Dive Bar Uptown this weekend. What's different between then and now? Old. Much, much older. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I mean, uh, back then we were still writing and releasing records and touring and playing a lot of shows. Mm, yep. We all were. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Paul played in a bunch of, of, of touring bands as well, Darlings of Chelsea and Pandemics. That's kind of how we got to know each other. Mm-hmm. And now we play because we thought that would be fun and we thought that we would have to wrangle 20 friends to come see us and then we ended up selling out. We did not expect this yeah. at all. So this is. Uh, well, you get more nice. friends as you get older, right? I guess so. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Gonzo? We have a lower tolerance for alcohol, we're finding out. <laughs> That's true. And it's good we're not sponsored by Jägermeister <laughs> anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. 
<laughs> Happy to let that one go. Fantastic. So how did these two shows come about? You ended up adding one, but, but what sparked this on? Uh, well, basically him, Thomas, said he was coming over for a visit and we should book a show. So we did a bunch of legwork and, uh, you know, since the pandemic, there aren't as many stages to play on anymore. Yeah. So uh, we talked to Josh over at Dive Bar and, and he suggested that maybe we should do two. And we thought, well... Let's, let's start with one and yeah. see where that gets us. See and if our friends and our family come. <laughs> apparently, uh, people are starved for good old-fashioned rock and roll, yeah. high octane, because it sold out in less than 48 hours. So Amazing. we had to add the second date, and here we are. Oh. Any nerves this time? Nerves? Yeah. What are those? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> if you look at me ago. and you can got, see the, you can yeah, see the sweat left. dripping from my temples here, that's nerves. That's what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> nope. Just like riding a bike. No? Yeah. When was the last time you played live together? Uh, on his birthday, almost uh, four, yeah, years almost ago. four years ago. Paul and I also play in an uh, ACDC cover band, Amazing. a tribute band, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and so we had played that show with Ron um, for his birthday, and then we did a, a little get together, I guess, a little kind of mm -hmm. uh, impromptu get together to, to play some songs again, and that went really well. So mm -hmm. yeah, I think well, that's I was kind of I was in Canada a year and a half ago, and we just went down to the hall and played for a night until we got too drunk to play. Fortnite? For the is listeners what at home, what you what? can't Fortnite? see is all the food on <laughs> Thomas's <laughs> face right now. <laughs> he's, he's I wasn't going to say anything. He's eating a, he's eating <laughs> a crunch wrap, and it's all over his mouth. It absolutely <laughs> delicious. <laughs> I've had crackers today. That looks Girl, absolutely amazing. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's good. Just, thank you for offering. I really appreciate it. So I, was, I think I was telling you before the mics were on, but even though I was, I was talking when the mics were on, I didn't know it, right, Derek? Um, I've been a little bit hooked on Lie to Me, Lie to You. I've been listening to some of your music off of Bandcamp. Tell me a little bit about that song, because I am in love with the delicious opening bass line. Oh, um, okay. Um, it's on the last EP that we released. Yeah. Was that 2015, or was that... No. I, I need a napkin. Oh, yeah. You're enjoying your food? Enjoying your food? I'm eating, I'm eating food and I'm covered in the guacamole and salsa. You. It's great. Why doesn't this radio station uh, have any radio. napkins? Yeah. <laughs> um, lie to me, lie to you. Uh, I think it was, um, well, the, the idea of the lyrics and well, basically because I'd just gotten out of a relationship with an insane girl who... Ooh, that was like well-timed. <laughs> who, who I had to have removed from my house by the police. Okay. So. And she had a tendency of um, mm -hmm. lying, so that's that was the lyrics. Uh, the, the the idea about uh, behind the song on that album and and the previous album called Feel Like Murder, I wanted to try to write some songs to challenge myself to do something that uh, I hadn't done before. This particular song was I wanted to write a song that could hold its own without a guitar solo, and it's no guitar solo. I that's never even noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, everyone's enjoying a little hug. It's actually just two of them, but you so know that. That was that song, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that whole EP, though, I think had uh, more of a stripped-down feel to it uh, compared to the EP before. I feel like more... That we, was a three-piece. That was Yeah, we were a three-piece. It was just myself, uh, Thomas and Tom, uh, and Ron had uh, his other venture Hawkeyes uh, going on at that point in time. So we had to kind of just diversify a little rehab. bit. Sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ron was in rehab. <laughs> Uh, going through some transitions, um, but no, no, yeah, it was a stripped-down version of uh, our sound, which I think it went well. I think uh, the EP's really good, stands up absolutely to this day. So I love the songs. 
Um, was that right? Was that the last release, 2015? It was, yeah. Is there going to be any new music at these shows this weekend? No. No. Okay, that's it. Show's over. <laughs> um, I mean, we're playing, sound we're playing, new, considering <laughs> how out of practice we are. <laughs> we're playing songs from all the different albums. Yeah. And then we're playing uh, two or three covers. Can we know what those are? Yeah, we're play I don't have tickets. We're gonna play the hell out of some. Yeah. You crush Gimme Shelter, which is not really one of my favorite songs oh, anyway. We're playing but you, it. Mm. And then uh, tell me about some of the other ones. Pardon me? Tell me about some of the other covers. I uh, got to give it up by Ben yeah. Lissy. Yeah. And uh, uh, Did you save a prayer as well? I heard that. No. One of your versions? No. Hopeless case of a kid in denial oh, by nice. helicopters. We're playing that. Mm-hmm. And uh, did I say Black Diamond? Not yet. I'm so old, yeah, I can't no, remember. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait to let um, the cat out of the bag. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Now we've got no surprises. Secret one, man. <laughs> yeah, then that's it. This yeah. isn't live. We can cut it out. It's totally live. <laughs> I think it's, it's live, right? It's live, we'll yeah. We'll just <laughs> cut it out. We'll <laughs> cut it out. Okay, good. Can we swear? Uh, yeah, fuck yeah. Fucking right. <laughs> Say, uh, we were giving a green light. for the boys? <laughs> oh. uh, shithole. <laughs> Cunt face. Uh, boobies. <laughs> Poop. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to end up doing it naturally. We're going to go way low. <laughs> You're, you can go wherever you yeah. want. You can go wherever you want. No, so that's it. Uh, I mean, the, the, the dynamic of the music changed whether or not Ron decided to be in the band or not. He quit uh, numerous times. I'm a quitter. He's a quitter. <laughs> um, when Ron was in the band, we had two guitars, and it allowed us to write music with some harmonies and some more dynamics. When he wasn't, the songs were more raunchy and, and punk. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Tell me a bit about You should the actually switch your name to Boomerang because you just keep coming back. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get rid of me. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the songwriting process. I mean, it's been a while, obviously, but how does that work for y'all? Uh, it was always... We would basically... Or I would I would never shut up in, when we were rehearsing. And we rehearsed quite frequently when we didn't have a lot of shows. And we would kind of go, oh, stop, that was something cool, what he said. And we would build on that. And uh, I don't know if you've listened to the Saigon Hooker's lyrics, but they're awful. So that was never... <laughs> they're amazing. Uh, there was never a lot of time put into them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were the last, uh, last yeah. piece of the puzzle. Like, always. We're missing on the cake, <laughs> some words. We, we once flew to Mexico to, to write lyrics for an album. That was... What album was that? That was Feel Like Murder. That was Feel Like Murder. Yeah. Was that Feel Like Murder? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and I don't think we wrote a single word. I did there. write. I say, it sounds very rock and roll. No, I don't think much work got done. I wrote. There was a pukey bag in there in the air, in their plane flying oh, down, right. and I wrote right. notes on that. Yeah, I and I think all that's that. all that got done. Yeah. So what else mm. happened on this trip? Oh, we got wasted. <laughs> <laughs> why didn't Why didn't lyrics inspire like when you guys left me outside in my hallway, like in my underwear oh, yeah, at yeah. night yeah. by the door? Please share this story, please. Like, please did that not Did that not inspire yeah. you guys yeah. for yeah. for songwriting? Oh, hang on, this is good stuff. Right? Please. <laughs> well, no, it was a good It was yeah, a good on, trip. We can't remember. Right. You can't remember. I mean, I think we're the only people that that stops outside the airport in Cancun to pick up a case of beer to have in the bus to drive down to the resort where there's all inclusive <laughs> we drank the case of beer too on that bus ride oh god me and ron got picked up from jane bond to go to the airport that was a clip from sarah guidlinger's interview with the saigon hookers back in april at the jane bond 
What a ridiculous interview. I love that. I feel like that's like on par with the Elvis Punkley interview yeah, was, from season one. That was a great interview. It was hilarious. Yeah. I think we just got to bring in like a crazy <laughs> rock band every season at the Jane Bond in yeah, that front booth. I agree. Makes, <laughs> makes for good interviews. Yeah. And just see what happens. <laughs> well, we are going to give you a quick, quick events rundown as we always do. Although we're looking back at our favorite interviews, we're also looking ahead to this weekend to see what's happening in town. So, in comedy on Friday night, you can head to the Crazy Canuck for a night with Rusty Nail Comedy. They're presenting Chris Robinson at 7.30. Tickets are $20. On Saturday, TWB is hosting another pinch comedy Together We're Boisterous show at 7.30 and there's a sliding scale of tickets from $11 up to $33. In film this weekend at our local independent cinemas, The Apollo is screening Barbarella, Poiny and Selvin Part 2, Suzum, The Manchurian Candidate, Renfield, and their High Tea Cinema series presents Sense and Sensibility. At the Princess Original in Uptown Waterloo, they are showing The Devil Wears Prada. I love that movie. (laughs) Simulant, Wings Over Water and Flight of the Butterflies, a Nature Doc Double Bill, Suzum, and Bo is Afraid. At Princess Twin Cinemas, you can see Polite Society, Still, a Michael J. Fox movie, Air, Chevalier, and Gordon Lightfoot, if you could read my mind, as well as you can check out the Grand River Film Festival. A few music highlights for this weekend in town. Wow, there is so much going on. Probably at least 20 (laughs) shows in this listing here. I'm gonna give you a few highlights that are sticking out to me. Um, At the Jazz Room, Charlotte McAfee Bruner and her Fireflies will be playing at 8 p.m. Maxwell's is hosting Wing Night, the band. I'm pretty sure they're like an awesome cover band. Yeah. I've definitely heard of them before. feel like that would be a really fun show. Uh, the Registry Theater has the John Tank Quartet. And at the Yeti Bar, they have DJ Nice on Friday night. On Saturday, you can hit up Dive Bar in Uptown Waterloo to see Tin Constellations or Lives Like Skyscrapers. Um, At The Hub, The Forgotten Rebels with Backbreaker and local act The Essential Letdowns. Jane Bond has Funk Papa Roll with Silent Sid. Um, Midnight Run Cafe, which used to be um, Death Valley's little little brother. brother. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're now Midnight Run Cafe, apparently a really awesome spot in town. Um, They're hosting a concert. Uh, Candy Young and the Explorer Trio. I think they're doing a little like album release mini tour around uh, uh, KW and Guelph and a few other cities. Um, Also at the museum in downtown Kitchener, there's a tribute act. Tommy Youngstein performs Bruce Springsteen's Born to Run album starting at 7 p.m. So lots of music to check out. Uh, Tons of options here, which is amazing. And lastly, on the stage, this is the last weekend to catch Zastrossi at KW Little Theatre on Friday or Saturday. If you want to check out any of those events, get a few more details, you can always head to our website onthescenekw.ca. 
and check out all that is going on this weekend. Well, we have been looking back at all that's happened over season two of On the Scene. Our season has gotten, I was going to say bigger, but it it was actually a little bit shorter, but it's gotten better. (laughs) We've gone to uh, some new locations, which has been fun too. We kind of started, we're starting and ending our season at Sugar Run, but had a few new spots in between. Uh, We went to Grand Trunk Saloon Mm -hmm. for the first time. Um, I got to go to 44 Gockle for an episode, which was really cool. See some art there. Um, Short Finger Brewing as well. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a really cool was spot really to co- be yeah. at. That was yeah. a great interview too. It was yeah. A, both of the both of the guests there were. Yeah, were awesome. that was a fun night. And uh, last week we were at Katana Studios, so which was uh, a place that I had heard of. Yes. Never seen before and very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I love that there's so many places that are doing live entertainment and sometimes mm-hmm. they're like a little unconventional, right? Yeah. Like Katana Studios is just like this amazing little nook in this huge wa- warehouse, right? Yeah, you would yeah. never think that there's like raves and DJ nights and poetry nights yes. and concerts like all happening there. It's, so it's, it's that cool secret. Like, it Hey, is. check this out. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So yeah, really fun to uh, check out all these different spaces. We always got, we also got to go back to some of our favorites, yep, yeah. our local favorites. <laughs> we were at uh, the Jane Bond Adventurers Guild and Goldie's Convenience. Yes. I love, I love our nights at Goldie's. Yeah. I always get this delicious drink called a Calimocho, <laughs> which is red wine and Coca-Cola, which I promise is so good. Sounds I don't know. It sounds like a weird, like cheap drink that you'd make in university or something, but it's so good. It is good. good. It's so good. good. (laughs) Um, And we just, we love going to Goldie's. Like we get to go back in the pink room. It just feels very cool. Um, And we got to have a really, really fun interview. This was probably one of my favorite weeks, I would say, of the season. Um, I got to interview Becca hosts. And the funny thing about Becca is that so I know her husband. I like went to church growing up with her husband. We were very okay. good friends uh, growing up. And then Becca uh, went to high school with my husband. So it's like somehow we all How knew did each those other. Connections kind get made? of, yeah. yeah so it was because I, yeah, I remember meeting her and being like, "Oh, I know your husband." Actually, and she's like, "I know your husband also." <laughs> But she was so fun to talk yeah, she to. She was really fun yeah. to talk and to. And we'd been talking about getting her on the show yeah. for a while because she is just crushing it with mm-hmm. her calendar of trivia. Like, so busy. It's like basically every night, I feel like. Yeah. Maybe she takes like Mondays off. I don't know. And she's another one of those people that were like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it and I'm yeah. going to do the, do what I like doing. I'm going to do the trivia nights. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's, it's insane. She's yeah. all over the place. Yeah. So she was really fun to talk to. And uh, at the end of our interview, Derek and I got to have a little bit of <laughs> trivia, music trivia, yes, which yes. was, I feel like I listened back. It was like, this is a little embarrassing for me. I did not get a lot of the things correct. Uh, I, I think you, <laughs> you did, did pretty very, good. You did very well. Um, <laughs> But it was, it was good. It was like we we each had our we each had our moments to shine. We should start yeah. a midtown trivia team and oh, just go around. That'd be good. <laughs> okay, that'd be good. Um, but yeah, we wanted to play back our little trivia yeah. clip with Becca Host from March twenty third. This was so much fun. Uh, we were at Goldie's Convenience, so enjoy a little bit of music trivia with Derek and I uh, with Becca Hosts. Here it is. 
Derek and I are going to get put to the test a little bit <laughs> yeah. with some music trivia. So Derek, he DJs. You got like the retro music going on. I know a little bit of retro music. And I also kind of know pop culture stuff. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how we do. So. I'm very curious to see. So <laughs> okay. I got a couple questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are like, you know, some of them as old as like the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Okay. Some are like pop, popular music, just kind of generic music. So I'm curious to see um, how you guys do with this. <laughs> And who okay. does better than the okay. other? I'm I know. Are we, is it, are we gonna do one on one? Like we'll do a little competition. You know what? Whatever you want to do, I can go one. I can go back and forth, or I can just say the question. Whoever says it first, we'll do that. You yeah. Do, okay. Yeah, yeah. All okay. Right. Let's start off with a question. It is a '70s question, but I think it's pretty common uh, knowledge. So I'm, okay. I'm hoping you guys will know this. Who performed as Ziggy Stardust David in the Bowie. 70s? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're like, I didn't even get the okay. question. Oh, he's yeah. one of my, Bowie's one of my all-time favorites. Derek so. does like an annual David I Bowie do. special oh, night for his DJing. <laughs> I would have I mean, gotten that if I thought about it for longer. <laughs> that's fair. Okay. Well, here's a little bit more of a recent one. Okay. And I say recent. It happened 11 years ago, but 2012 <laughs> in my mind is still yesterday. Yeah. So in 2012, a hologram of which late artist? Tupac. Is that correct? Is that is correct. Oh I was going to finish gosh. the question. Performed at Coachella <laughs> alongside Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Do you want me to let not? you finish the question? No, okay. I'm here for it. I think I it'll be funnier if I that. say the question is not even the correct answer. That would be. It's like Family Feud where it's just you buzz the answer. You got to answer regardless. I'm impressed. Okay, two, two for nothing. Yeah. All right. Okay, here's one where you have to name four different things. Okay. Oh, Name all four of the alcoholic beverages mentioned in Chumbawamba's song, Tub Thumping. Whiskey drink, lager drink, cider drink. Vodka drink? There's a vodka drink. drink. You got the fourth one. I think that's pretty, that was a communal (laughs) effort. Okay. That's a team effort. That's a team effort. I think that's the thing. We're playing as a team. I get half a point. Okay. Okay, here's one for like classical music fans. Which woodwind instrument is sometimes referred to as the baby flute? A piccolo. Yes. Oh, there you oh go. Right. I have no idea. Played on the that flute one. in high school. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay, here's one for classic rock, uh, which is fitting because that is what I'm going to be doing later. At the start of the 80s, Led Zeppelin broke up after the unexpected death of which band member? John Bonham. John Bonham is the correct answer. No clue. <laughs> okay, you know what? Let's go to one that I think you will love because you were talking a little bit earlier about Broadway and musical. Okay, Uh-oh. that's okay. My jam. I'm in trouble. <laughs> Two iconic movie musicals of the 60s have a main character with the same first name. Oh my god. Both of them have songs specifically about this character mentioning that name. What is the name I am referring to? Now, if you need a hint, I will give you the names of the musicals. I have an idea, but I'm not sure. Okay, give me give me one of the musicals. One of the musicals is West Side Story. Okay, Mar- Maria. That's what Maria. I, I, yes. I was pretty sure it was going to be Maria, but okay. And the other musical is? Oh, so, um, Sound of Music. Then. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Oh, I didn't even think about the Sound of Music. Okay. Okay, okay there we um, go. <laughs> how do you guys feel about finishing the lyric? Sure. Okay. Let's okay. do it. Okay. I'm not going to sing it. This isn't karaoke, so I'm not okay. going to sing it. <laughs> Jealousy, turning saints into the sea, swimming through sick lullabies, choking on your alibis, 
but it's just the price I paid. It's Mr. Brightside. Destiny is calling me. Oh, are we supposed to just say it? Oh, no. Finish the lyric. But it's just the price I pay. Destiny is calling me. Open up your eager eyes. I'm Mr. Brightside. Love that. Both okay. got that singing going on. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. We've okay, got time for maybe one more let's question. Let's do one more. Let's one do more one more. One that doesn't involve us singing. <laughs> it was good. It was good. My, okay, band, my band covers that Let's song do a Canadian question. Canadian history okay. music question. Okay. In 2005, the Tragically Hip had a song banned from several Canadian radio stations and most radio stations in the USA because of a specific event that happened that year. What was the name of that song by the Tragically Hip? Oh, gosh. I do not know the Tragically Hip. That's a good question. Bob Cajun? I don't know. No. That's like the only It was in 2005. It was mostly banned from the U.S. radio stations because of something that happened in the U.S. in in 2005. In in 2005. Boy, that's... I'm tapping out on that one. Yeah, I'm stuck. Okay, I'll give you an extra hint. It was because of Hurricane Katrina. Oh, New Orleans is sinking. New Orleans is sinking. Okay, yes. Great song. See, I like this. You're making us think. We got the fun fact. Uh, that was a good question. Fun fact. fun fact. I appreciate that. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Amazing. Oh, this is so fun. We should have trivia on this show we more should. often. I, yeah. I love it. <laughs> anytime. Anytime. Yeah, please. I hope that we get to chat again in the future sometime. This was so fun. But we won't keep you too long. You have to uh, be down at the Rabid Fox tonight. Yes. For some, you said classic rock bingo. Classic rock music bingo. That's awesome. Uh, if people ever want to get in touch or attend one of your trivia nights where can they find your info um so definitely uh easiest way to message me is either on social media or email uh my handles on social media is at becca hosts and that is with an s at the end because i'm becca and i host (laughs) um and you can also access my email becca hosts at gmail or check out my website beccahosts.com Wonderful. Well, thanks so much. And we're excited to chat again in the future. Thank you guys so much. (laughs) You just heard our little trivia session with Becca hosts back in March recorded live at Goldie's convenience in downtown Kitchener. That was honestly one of my favorite parts of the season. I feel like it'd be fun to have her back again to do some more trivia. It was was very fun. Very fun. (laughs) And our singing was so good. Uh, Well, (laughs) I mean, you, you sing, I do not. It was (laughs) Listening back to that, I'm like, ooh, (laughs) jeez. Loved it. And, and a fun, a fun note to end things on. Um, honestly, this has been such a great season. I mean, 12 different weeks, so yeah. many different guests, so many different venues. And uh, it's just such a joy to yeah. meet with all these people. Absolutely. Make yeah. the connections with people. And, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, it, it's, it's been really fun. And yeah. the show has evolved in the second season. Yeah. So who knows where we're going in the third season? How will, yeah. how will the show evolve? Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, so we're going to take a little break. Uh, we got two weeks off. Derek and I can relax and we'll play some of our favorite reruns on Thursday nights for the next two weeks. And then we are back for our summer season starting June 1st. June 1st. Yeah. And we're taking things outdoors. I'm not going to say where we're going yet, but we're going to try to get outdoors a few times this summer. 
And uh, for season three, we're not going to be with you folks every single week. Uh, we're going to pick a few weeks, kind of uh, choose some special events going on in town to highlight and make them some really awesome shows for people, get some fun guests, go to some fun places and just celebrate the summer in KW. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, you know there's going to be a lot going <laughs> on this summer. <laughs> so much as always. So that is all the time that we have for our show tonight. Um, huge, huge shout out to our sponsor, the Uptown Waterloo BIA. They've been giving us support for this mm -hmm. season, uh, allowing us to put in lots of time to make this show happen every week. So big, big thank you to the Uptown Waterloo BIA. Also a shout out to local jazz fusion band Top Pocket. We've been using their song, Wow, yes. as our theme song this year, playing it during our events runs, rundowns. I think we'll keep that one for next season. It's pretty cool. It's been so much fun. On the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, Derek Rydell, and myself, Allison Dijak. And a special thanks to all of our guests this season. Our number this season was 28. 28 oh, guests. Oh, 28. Oh, see? I, yeah. You would have thrown that at me. I wouldn't have guessed it was okay. 28. 28 guests this season. Uh, and looking forward to many more next season. So tune in uh, June 1st for season three of On the Scene. You can always check out our Instagram, On the Scene KW, for all the updates. Follow along and see who we're going to be chatting with every week. Yeah, this yeah. was an awesome season. Derek. It was an awesome season. Love doing yeah. it. And we'll see, uh, we'll see if we get some more people on the <laughs> mic next season. Who knows? Hopefully Sarah will come back and host an episode. Maybe Danielle as well. Sounds good. Awesome. If you keep listening to Midtown Radio, you can hear a new episode of Afro Nights with Digi Millennials, an awesome collection of music highlighting African talent and excellence with your host, Peter Pierce Alosia. We are going to end things off with a song from local rockers Space Pope. They are going to be playing uh, something next weekend that I wanted to give a shout out to. Pink Lemonade Records is hosting their long weekend yes. band crawl. It's volume four, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Every long weekend, uh, they do a big band crawl on the Sunday because you get Monday off, yeah. which is nice. Um, I think this time it's three or four venues um, all around Uptown Waterloo. You basically get to pay one price and you get to go to all of these different venues, see a ton of local uh, different bands. There's 12 artists, three locations. And you just get to like yeah. hang out, crawl around, hop around. It's a great uh, idea. Uptown Waterloo. It's a great I love idea. It. Great concept. Yeah. Yeah. So tons of bands playing. Uh, Steve, Dave, Lost in the Woods, Suplex, Dead Karma, and tons more. We are going to close off our show with a song from Space Pope that is playing that. This is their song, The Planet Express. Until until June. Until June. Yeah. Have a good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>